0: Good morning, and welcome to our Pleasure for Health podcast. My name is Elsa Kepi, and you can find out all about me at my website, pleasureforhealth.com. Today, it is um, my, my pleasure to talk to you about a topic that is has come up, come up in my sphere of awareness recently, and that is the topic of contraception for for women or the fact more the fact that women have taken the brunt of the responsibility for contraceptive devices and contraceptive pills and uh, IUDs and all of the ways that we uh, try to allow young people or people of any age, uh, childbearing age to feel more free and in choice about their sexual relationships. And I, and I just I've, I've come to question this this um, story, because what I've seen with my own eyes is that it doesn't always work this way. And so I thought we'd just come on here and have a bit of a discussion, a bit of a kind of rambling through some different viewpoints on this topic, because I thought I was the only one who was thinking that maybe having the pill and having women take A lot of responsibility for contraception was you know was the normal thing and that nobody was thinking anything else but when I was looking online researching a little bit it turns out that there are other people that also think that this may not be the best way forward so I'll start by just saying that I have four daughters and they're all in their 20s and so of course this is the perfect age where you're wanting to be Free. you want to have, you know, try different people, you want to be sexually open, you want to be sex positive, you want to be able to do what you want and not to think about maybe having children right yet. And so, you know, all four of them are in that sort of age range. And what I've noticed is that there's a there seems to be a really strong um, responsibility on them to have taken care of this. And not many of the guys that they're meeting and uh, wanting to have relationships with really even know much about contraception, let alone what their responsibility is in the baby-making process or in having a relationship, a, a mature relationship with someone that includes uh, physical intimacy. And I'm just kind of astounded that with all of our, you know, all of the talk about increasing our sexual awareness and our education. That somehow this isn't translating into young men having much of a clue about how to have a discussion with their girlfriend uh, or partner and how to take responsibility and what are the options and what are the pros and cons of that and to see if you know, they just kind of assume that the girl's taking care of this and that they don't really need to worry about it. And I'm not even going to the place of, you know, uh, STDs or sexually transmitted diseases, which, of course, barrier method of contraception is obviously the the probably the best method other than just not um, touching skin on skin contact at all. But I'm talking more about this, the pregnancy issue and the the possibility that every time you choose to be sexually intimate with someone of the opposite gender or that has the opposite um, gamete. So if you're if you produce eggs and the person you're with produces sperm, that there is a possibility of fertilization and that this could produce an actual human, (laughs) that this is a big deal. And however free we think we're becoming in our in our sexuality and in our relationships, that this is still a highly probable thing, especially if you're in your, your childbearing years, your younger childbearing years, it's it's highly possible that you, ha- you would get pregnant. And so I was, you know, kind of questioning this because uh, most of my girls have decided that they've tried the pill and they found that the hormonal Types of contraception really mess with their emotional health with their physical health. It's, you know, sometimes causes weight gain. I remember my own personal journey with the pill, you know, I, I definitely added a couple of inches to my waistline that never came off again. And so there's definite changes to your body when starting to take these type of hormones. And and so most of them have decided that this isn't something they want to do. And therefore. They are now bumped into some other options for contraception that are, you know, things like intrauterine devices or barrier methods, um, other ways of, of, you know, not having the possibility of pregnancy. But all of these require a little bit more, uh, well, an IUD is something that a woman could potentially decide to do for herself. And there's a pretty good chance that you won't get pregnant using that. Most of them do have uh side effects either hormonal local hormonal side effects or if you have the other type of IUD that doesn't have hormones there's the possibility for extended amounts of bleeding or changing to, changes to your cycle and potentially discomfort and feeling uh, the device inside you which isn't always you know it's a choice that a woman has to make and i'm just kind of questioning that this has not included a discussion with the the other genders with you know men in particular with people that produce sperm having to take on any kind of responsibility for this discussion and to get in a relationship and actually sit down and talk about hey would we like to have sex without barriers, and if so, what are we willing to do um, in order to share that responsibility and to take that take that on, and not just have assumed that our partner will have taken care of that and we don't need to worry about it? And if we're um, happy with our chances and risk for you know low risk of STDs, or maybe we've been tested for sexually transmitted diseases, we're comfortable with that. But, you know, there still is the question of whether you want to have children yet or not. And a couple of my kids have ended up ha- uh, using having um, abortion pill as a way, you know, to deal with an unwanted pregnancy. And whatever your personal views on that, I mean, there is there's pros and cons to that, too. And it's very hard on people emotionally to have to deal with that. It feels um kind of, you could say unfairly weighted on the woman to make that kind of choice about whether to keep the baby or not keep the baby, whether, you know, they're, because if you're a mom, you're a mom forever. And you, you know, somebody has to look after this baby. Potentially, I suppose you could have the baby and have it adopted, but there's still, there's a big um weight on the person who's going to be pregnant, who's gonna have the baby that that's, a lot of changes to your life to your own self uh to your lifestyle that is a result of this so i'm i'm questioning that having these contraceptive devices and pills and things that it's just assumed every girl of sexual activity age uh you know of mature age is is using that it basically means like a lot of the guys out there are thinking they can just do you know have sex and not worry about it not have you know not have to worry about that that result and i'm not seeing young people having this conversation very often about hey every time we do something together physically we may have a child this may be a result and that has to be a serious consideration so for me there's been a a question of um is this is this something we should look at and potentially Change our education process to include more of how do we get in tune with our own body, how do we uh, get in tune with each other, how do we have these types of relational conversations so that we can communicate, you know, about this before things happen and that if you're, you know, sometimes I understand, and you know, my I have a male partner and he remembers being young and that the, the urge to procreate and, you know, have multiple partners is very strong. And I understand all of that. I think that it should be equally ingrained in uh, young people of all genders that these conversations need to happen, that sex is not something, it's just fun. It can be fun, but it also has uh, consequences whatever you're choosing to do or not do and so the really you know the main um, choice that males have easily is to use a condom and it's being put out there for men to think about that and to use condoms but in my experience of seeing what actually happens is that the woman is the one that carries the condoms that buys the condoms that brings the condoms that you know, even puts the condoms on and, you know, deals with them afterwards. So it still seems to be unfairly biased to the female of the, uh, you know, taking responsibility for this, where, you know, men haven't really thought about it. And to them, it's kind of more of an inconvenience and it doesn't allow them to feel as much or whatever. And, uh, you know, I think that we need to carefully consider how to include these types of conversations in our education process. Because I've found that most people are not comfortable talking about this. I personally had a really great first boyfriend, if you will, and he was a medical student. And I remember having a really frank discussion and he actually brought over all the leaflets and you know, of the different contraceptive choices. And he's like, well, we should look through these and decide what we're gonna use. And I remember feeling that that was very thoughtful and sweet of him. To kind of bring that conversation, and because I'm not sure I would have been able to from my upbringing, so he brought all these over, and we we talked it through and decided on, you know, what kind of contraception we would use and what we felt comfortable and all of those things. And I remember thinking that that was very sweet of him. We didn't end up together in the end uh, for other reasons, but I was extremely grateful in having that. Be part of my experience growing up, and I wish that more young people felt empowered to have that type of discussion and to say, "Hey, this is a possibility, and here's what I'm willing and not willing to do." And if you're not willing to to use contraception, either whatever gender you are, that you're you know that you possibly have other options for enjoying physical intimacy, which of which there are many, by the way. So there's many ways to enjoy each other physically without, uh, with very little risk of getting pregnant that wouldn't include, you know, genital contact that would include possibility of pregnancy. And so, you know, we really could be educating people more on how to have these conversations and how to uh, work with other options of physical intimacy that could be fun and um, intimate uh, and increase your uh, pleasure with each other, but that wouldn't lead to having this really hard decision that is weighted on the female to decide whether to have a baby or to terminate a pregnancy. Aside from the fact that going through early pregnancy symptoms for however long it takes until you can go through with an abortion procedure, It's not easy it's very hard it uh, weighs on you emotionally your your emotions are all over the place you may have morning sickness you feel really exhausted your immune system could be down and you're probably feeling extremely unsupported because if you've gotten to this stage without having a conversation about contraception it's unlikely that your partner that was involved in having that pregnancy is up to the kind of conversations to decide whether to keep a baby or not, or whether you have a secure lifestyle in order to bring a child into the world. So, you know, it pushes you into this this place of having to deal with these things on your own. And unfortunately, the guy too isn't really learning from this experience. He's not learning to have those types of conversations he's not really learning what it means to consider fatherhood or uh, parenthood, uh, when he's sleeping with different people. And you know, it's still from long ago, there were many women that got pregnant and the man never knew, and it was all taken care of hush hush. And the woman was sent away to have the baby on her own. And I have many older clients who have, Memories of these types of things where pregnancy was shut away, you were sent away for a year, and then you were meant to kind of join in normal life again. You were supposed to come back, having given your baby up for adoption and ha- gone through this entire process, and just go back to being your kind of single self, trying to get married. And, uh, you know, that is a huge initiation to go through without any support. And so, you know, I just wonder whether we've actually done ourselves any good by uh, introducing these type of contraceptive devices in and I think it was meant to help people feel more equally free to enjoy sex, which is potentially a good idea. I I like the the sort of equality that we that we could think about, but I don't think that this is actually working. And so if we didn't have contraception or at least anything besides the barrier methods that are actually have to be used right then and there and talked about, but things like the pill or the IUD, if we didn't have those types of contraceptives, would that allow people to face and have the conversations that need to be had when sexual relations are undertaken? Do we need to be having these types of conversations and do we need to be maybe you know, considering this? Because I've seen many women later in life who've been on the pill for 20 years, 30 years, and their their own body sense of their rhythm, of their uh, you, you know up normal ups and downs of uh, hormonal cycles for themselves is completely eradicated by having been on this um, pill that has artificially set up your cycle. on 28 day cycle and it's not it doesn't flow with the moon it doesn't flow with your own rhythm it doesn't tell you about your body and its stress levels many things about female menstruation and and rhythm is meant to be something that we're in tune with and so basically we've put ourselves out of tune with that and into the role of taking responsibility for not getting pregnant uh, as an artificial thing And taking that responsibility and conversation away from couples uh, that are uh, engaging in sexual intimacy that they should be including in that should be a conversation about how are we both going to deal with the consequences of this if, you know, whatever those consequences are. So you can see where my mind has been going recently is more to the idea that potentially these are handicapping us more than we originally thought. I was a big proponent of the pill back in the day. I was in the circus. I didn't want to get pregnant. I actually didn't. I was quite happy taking the injection, um, uh, Depo Provera, I think it was called at the time, with hormones, uh, hormones that allowed me not to have a period because that was way more convenient at the time. Uh, so I was a big proponent of that. But now that I see it with my kids and and they're trying to be more in tune with themselves that it's actually not helping it's not helping at all so i'm curious to know what you all think about this uh topic and maybe what your experiences are if you want to put your comments or questions you can always uh, see my page on facebook pleasure for health or instagram or you can have a look on my website or potentially on this podcast feel free to comment or ask a question or maybe we'll do a follow-up at some point and talk about what kind of feedback we've had. So what do you think about this topic? Do you think that female contraceptives, especially the hormonal ones, the ones that we're taking outside of our relationship with anyone else, do you think they really help us move forward in our relationships and in our communication? And yes or no, I would love to know what you think. All right, well, I hope that's given you something to think about today and potentially consider discussing if you have children that age that are sexually active, or if you yourself are out there in the world dating and potentially you wanna have this conversation and see what your partner or your date thinks about these things. I would love to be in um, promoting more enlightened conversations about sex, sexuality, relationship, uh, contraception, whether we should be, you know, worried about pregnancy or not worried about it, or enjoying it, or only having sex for pregnancy, there's a bunch of, there's a whole range of uh, opinions on this, and I'd love to see where you stand. All right, if you would like to see more about my work with couples or individuals that are looking for relationship and intimacy uh, education, looking for a place to come home to yourself so that you can be more in right relationship with not only yourself, but in your intimate relationships, in your uh, acquaintance relationships, and in the world, relationship to the world, you can check out my website, pleasureforhealth.com. All right, have a wonderful day, everyone.